my face, my hands, my chest were crusted with blood. Was the blood yours, Papa? A frisson of dread passed through, little warrior. A beloved father might have died that day, before he ever earned his war name, before he ever sired her. Most of it came from the body lying on top of me. Now Osceola held his audience in his slender hands. To touch a corpse could bring terrible consequences. The dead could cause more trouble than the living. And the living had caused trouble enough at the fortifications the Muskoki called the fort and the Americans called Horseshoe Bend. Osceola paused to relight his pipe. I listened for the Red Stick's war cries, but I heard only Jackson's blue jackets. They were scalping the fallen Red Sticks. They were taking their weapons. They were stripping skin from their thighs to make into moccasins. I pretended to be dead. They passed me by. Is lucky the Blue Jackets didn't make a tobacco pouch of his testicles. Fighting in a line observed. Of course he was only eleven. His pebbles would have made a very small pouch. When I could hear only the cries of the dying, I crawled from under the body. I slithered on my belly across the rough ground of the battlefield. It had been harrowed by cannon shot. It had been sown with bodies. It had been soaked with blood. The sun was dying, but still the crows, the buzzards, circled. The winter had been hard on us. Our starving dogs were already quarreling over the dead. When Osceola paused to light his pipe again, his family was silent. He had carried them back to the place and time that still harried his dreams after fifteen years. They all listened to the gunshots and the crackle of the fire. The eerie screams of the limpkins in the jungle around them sounded like the voices of dying men. Shreds of blue smoke drifted across the field like homeless ghosts. Osceola's soft, resonant voice went on hypnotically. Breechclouts, coattails, fluttered in the wind. I whispered the blessing, Nittak intaha. The days allowed him were finished. To each red-stick brother I passed. Were they avenged? The thought of hundreds of unavenged spirits Haunting the eaves of their family's homes drew little warrior closer to the comfort of her mother's warm body. No, daughter. That day, old Mad Jackson killed almost all the warriors the Red Sticks could gather. He extinguished the fire of the Muskoki Nation in the North Country. We escaped by swimming the river. Night shadow and remembering etched the stark plains of fighting in a lion's face more deeply than usual. Her eyes were large and luminescent in her severe face. The water was full of corpses, she said. 
The bank was lined with old Mad Jackson's Cherokee dogs. They were shooting at those in the river, but they missed us. Cherokee can't hit their own feet. I'm grateful to old Matt Jackson. Morning dew murmured. Why, mother? asked little warrior. Because of him, your father came south, to our country. Little warrior glowered into the dark, vine-choked woods as though General Andrew Jackson lurked there. If I ever meet old Matt Jackson, I'll kill him. Ah, my precious little warrior, Osceola thought. I've sworn to do that more times than I can count. Chapter One I'm a charmer, fifteen-year-old cricket chanted at the ball.